If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. Yeah, it is Follow the Money. Mitch, Paul, live downtown Las Vegas. Circuit Resort and Casino is your spot here early on a Monday morning. What a weekend we have to recap, Paul. And what a week we have to look forward to here with another major in golf. And yet these... Uh, Playoffs advancing now in the second round of the NHL and the uh, third round of the finals of the NBA. And uh, it is all tremendous stuff. David Thorpe coming up in an hour on the NBA. Eddie Olchick in two and a half hours on the NHL. Uh, We do have to begin with what took place last night in the association because that is an all-timer. You you can go back and look pretty much in any sport and you're going to struggle to find any comps to what took place for a 64-loss team to score 27 points at halftime, be down 30 points, then trail by 40-plus points in the second half. Uh, I'm trying to rack my... I know Denver had a total stink bomb in the bubble, or uh, the Clippers did against Denver, yeah. but it was nothing like last night. They're the best team in the NBA the entire year. Yeah, 64 win team. Yeah. Yes. What did I say? Loss. Oh, yes, 60, but, I'm sorry. 60, that, yeah, they look like a 64-loss team last night. I, I, something happened to Chris Paul. I need an explanation. Uh, he was 14 of 14 shooting in the game six win against the Pelicans. I guess we should have known something there, though, in that series because I know Booker was hurt, but they struggled to put away a team that was 10 games under 500. But since game two of the, of the conference of the uh, series against Dallas, he only averaged nine points per game and had as many made field goals and turnovers as made field goals, rather. Uh, it, it, it's 
I'm speechless. I cannot believe what what I watched. To score 27 points in the first half. And you're right. To be 53-0 and after three quarters when they had the lead and they have such a – do you think, okay, well, we blew a 2-0 lead last year in the finals. We're going to come back, regroup, and get it done again? I mean, that that it's a shame because everyone will remember this team for one reason, oh, the stinker in Game 7. And, and they should. Like, the, yeah. the players on that team last night, they will never forget this as long as they live. How can you? You have to come back and win a title next year just to kind of wipe it away a little bit. <laughs> and oh. that's easier said than done, clearly, because now they can't even make it to the Western Conference Finals after being up 2-0 against the Bucks a year ago. This is a team that basically blew out the Mavericks in the three previous games in Phoenix. But the, the warning signs certainly were there, and it took until the playoffs to actually see them. I totally agree with what you said. Uh, yes, they were in trouble against the Pelicans, although Booker was injured. But you cannot... Again, winning that many teams in the regular season, you can't, I don't care which round it's in, you can't go on the road and get your doors blown off in every single game against the Mavericks. It's well, unacceptable. Yeah, right. It didn't make any sense. I, I liked them yesterday, too, because they beat them by 30 in Game 5. They beat them by 20 in Game 2. Game 1 was misleading. It wasn't close. Oh, they it was were up a by 20-plus. Yeah, it was a big run late, and uh, Luka made it interesting. And then they made their free throws. But then to go on the road and get killed like that, it's like you have to respect the game, you have to respect your opponent, and don't give the uh, middle finger to the basketball gods, and they did mm-hmm. because they went on the road and had nothing. I mean, if you blow this team out by 30 at home, you should be able to get one on the road, and they couldn't do it, and then Lucas showed up, and that was all she wrote. Well, and plus, you, you don't want to get that cocky as you did against Luca because oh, it could come back and bite you, and that's exactly what happened. And I, I got to tell you uh, – Again, this example of it ha- actually happening in real time in front of us is not going to happen very often. I couldn't, I couldn't t- turn the game off because they're down by 30, and then you saw it's 57-27 at halftime, and you saw the se- – I-, I was waiting for the second half number. Like, what are they going to post, right? So then it was 12, 12 and a half for the Suns on the second half number, and they posted a total of 103. Okay, so then, well, what do you want to do? My first thought was, well, you're going to have to take the over because they're going to uh-huh. come out guns a-blazing, and they're going to try to make yeah. a run at this team, right? Um, what were you thinking when you saw that? That's cr- that was crazy. With the one Suns were laying tw- no, no, oh, oh, 12. Tw- 12 I could- well, the total's a whole other ball game. Yeah, the I know. game gets over the total. Give me a break. 70, the game did. 70 points in the fourth quarter. Sure. My God. The, well, 12, <laughs> there, I, I, and I'm, I'm sure that people were firing up the app immediately to say, I got to bet the Suns in the second half. If you watch the first half, I don't know how you could lay 12 with the Suns in the second yeah, half. I tweeted that. I said, what the hell is this halftime? How do you make a halftime number? Yep. Yep. You're down, they scored 27 points, you're down 30, what are they, I don't know. So then I wanted to see how they were going to come out after halftime to get involved maybe in play, and then it's like late third quarter. The Mavs are up by, at this point, it's 40-plus points, Paul. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, they, they came back out, they hit him again with another uppercut, Phoenix has no answer, they are completely dazed, the, the, the knockout blow is already done. So how long are they going to keep their starters in this game to try to make a dent, uh, you know, in this number. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's the Mavericks are laying thirty and a half in play, and I'm thinking that's that's a gift from the gods. The Suns are not going to come back when they're down by forty. And I tried to bet thirty and a half, and as soon as I did it, it went to thirty four and a half because we're I'm watching in real time. It wasn't a commercial break, so who the hell knows? The Mavericks probably scored a couple more times. Mem- so it went to yeah. thirty four and a half right away. I'm like, I'm not going to bet that. Remember Monday Night Football, Rams and Chiefs? I bet over one oh two and a half. Just yeah. for this. I laid forty last night, forty and a half. Just why not? I mean, just to say, yeah, I did it. 
But this and the run came with like two minutes left. That's the They're thing, right? They're up forty-five, and then it's like a nine-nothing run before like that. Just give me a break. But even so, then in your head, you're thinking to yourself, okay. At some point, kid's going to call off the dogs, and he's going to put in the backups of the backups. Like oh, the what? third string's coming in here. It wasn't coming. Not, and and, and no. even even when like the game's completely over with, they're still taking shots like ten seconds on the shot clock. And then it's nothing but net. Yeah. Like this is they're going to win by fifty, and then you're exactly right. I thought they were going to. Yeah, they should have. Yes. And, and then just late fourth quarter. That's when the Suns just like, okay, here comes like 20 points before the game ends, and we're going to cover a no. lot of those uh, in-play numbers. No, something happened to Paul. I think he's now 0-7 all-time in Game 7s. I mean, the stuff, he's going to take a beating. Well, It's, too, then, it's too bad. His, his career is going to be overshadowed by this and blowing all these 2 nothing series lead and disappearing in this series. Look at this tweet, Paul. Oh, uh, boy, yep. The first player ever to blow five 2-0 leads in a best of seven is the only player to blow four. Oh, God. In... You might the the overconfident thing you mentioned. I mean, like before practice and and before Game Seven, Booker was like, "Yeah, we got this. We feel good. We know what to do." And he set a record. He was minus forty-one. That's a Game Seven record. And to put it in perspective, that was Booker or Paul? Booker, yeah, Booker. Sorry, because Paul had the the worst plus-minus of his entire life last night. Yeah, minus thirty-nine, right? But like four minutes into the second quarter, Booker's zero of six. Bridges is one of five. CP3 is 0 of 3. Aiton's 0 of 3. I mean, you want to. Here's, I mean. And then, they, like, the 2008 Atlanta Hawks, who were an 8 seed, had 26 points at halftime against Boston. That should put also oh. in perspective about well, how bad how bad that uh, dumpster fire was. The, the Suns had 23 points. They scored a basket with, like, 4.15 to go before halftime. And I tweeted out this is something else. A 64 right. win team has 25 points right. with four minutes to go. They scored two more points. Okay, now this is a good point. That's a great point. And also, it's a good for me because I saw Las Vegas. Uh, Chris tweeted this too. At that point, Dallas was only like six dollars to win. The I game. know it. Uh, yes. And then they hit yes. him with. Then it got to four thousand like that because then the big run happened before. I, I was tracking it. I mean, he's like, wait a second now, six dollars. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I, I saw I, too. Yeah. The Suns on the take back were like plus four twenty, and I thought to myself, wait a second here, plus yeah. four twenty. I go yeah. to bet the Mavericks, and before it just it wiped away again, right. and it right. turned into like something that you couldn't, and, you don't want to like. Yeah. And then Chris tweeted. They're down thirty, and they're only fourteen to one to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, but but the juice on the yeah. flip side was like uh, yeah. again minus uh-huh. four thousand or higher for the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monty Williams, coach of the year. Yeah, yeah. we did a great job. It just yeah. it happens. I mean, yeah. what here, are you gonna do? Yeah, here he is after the game last night. Um, you know, talking about the sixty-four win season ending early. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna throw that out just because we had a bad night. You know what I mean? We were the best team in the league all season long. Um, we made it to the second round and lost in the game seven. That, that's not a bad team. We're a really good team. We had an off night. We probably had an inconsistent two weeks, if I'm being directly honest. Uh, but I'm proud of what we accomplished. You know, these guys are the new standard of Suns basketball. And that's something to be proud of. And the pressure and the expectations is what you want. You know what I'm saying? I think this city deserves that, and um, we'll come into it again uh, next season with the same thing. Yep. Well, that, that's not supposed to happen in the NBA. Uh, the, the home no. team doesn't play like that, and the home team doesn't play like that in Game 7, and the favorite doesn't play like that in Game 7. Nope. But I am guilty of this, too. Uh, you have to give the other team credit, and it, players get better, so do coaches. Jason Kidd was unbelievable. Yes, he was. Jason Kidd making the adjustments – they became a great defensive team. It certainly helps you have us. One of the best in the game with Luka. I mean, he's backing down Aiton. It's ridiculous. Yep. 
smiling after every basket, oh, I mean, torching people. The, the, the adjustments that he made in the playoffs to attack Gobert when they went small in the Utah series, and then in this series, going after Chris Paul like they did and isolating Luka on anybody, it's like, this is, it's game, yeah. game over. Nobody hasn't, you, you got Bridges, by the way. Again, in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Who votes on this stuff, right? Yeah, you're right, you're Getting right. Getting torched last night when he's one-on-one against Luka. Said it once, I'll say it again. The Luka injury was a blessing in disguise. It was, yeah. Did, did Woody? And that, that's not, didn't work out. No, go, go ahead. What, what an acquisition that was. Fantastic. Getting Dinwiddie. And then how well Brunson played and uh, Finney Smith and Bullock hitting threes. They are more than live uh, to beat oh, the Warriors. This, this One of the great mysteries in life is this Golden State power rating. Uh-huh. This is not the Kevin Durant team as you've talked about. Open minus 250 That's lunacy. That is lunacy. Thompson isn't the same player. I'll, I'll give, Draymond I'll give Green another can't one. shoot. they got so many guys who can't defend on that team. I'll give you another one, Paul. If it's Golden State-Boston in the finals and they make Golden State the favorite, that is a huge mistake. Yeah. Golden State is not better than Boston. No way, no how should their power rating be better than the Celtics. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. So, yeah, that's where the Warriors opened up last night in this seven-game series against the Mavericks. Minus 250. I know this. The Mavericks are going to have the best player on the court. And sure. that, takes, that takes a lot for me to say because I love Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. But Eastern Conference up next. I will remind you exactly where the Celtics were at one point this year. People are holding some massive numbers on this team, team to win the East and the NBA title because it was bad for this team. Really bad. We'll run down some of the details coming up next. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters, the theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Oh, the hockey. Unbelievable Saturday and Sunday. It finally delivered. Hockey playoff time. Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire playoffs. Place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. It's the betting hat trick. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the app or at BetRivers.com. Compare the second round of the NBA to what happened this weekend in hockey. Oh, God. <laughs> overtime, overtime, 2 nothing, 3-2, 2-1. NHL was so much better, you can't even compare the two, yeah. which we'll get into coming up wow. in about 15 minutes here on the show. Uh, so you're right, Paul, at the end of the last segment, we need to give, obviously, the Mavericks a ton of credit. They deserve all, all of it, as we have, to with the Boston Celtics. Uh, the job that Udoka did this year was just as good as it gets. He had a great argument to be the coach of the year. And what they did in this series where it was the game plan is, okay, you want to keep giving us open threes? Fine, we'll keep taking them. And we'll hear from Grant Williams here coming up in a little bit, but he went off in the game. He had 27. That's the thing. Like, of of their star players, maybe Tatum or Brown, maybe one other guy, and if you want to call Smart a star or Horford, whoever, maybe they don't, maybe they have an off-night shooting. But they have the others where I can trust them, I don't care where they're playing, who the team is, one of the other guys, Pritchard, Williams, someone else will step up and have a nice game when they need it. This team is absolutely yeah. loaded, they, and there's so much. It's, it's the definition of team basketball, specifically on defense, the way they attack teams. There's a lot of fans who gave up on this team. There's a lot of people who covered the team that gave up on them. I mean, uh, the 18 and 21 start, it's historic. Uh, the 500 at the All-Star break, and they might win the uh, NBA title. 
Uh, they they blew some big leads in this series. I didn't think they'd come back after game five. Remember, we played that audio of Yadoka. It's going to be that much sweeter when we come back and do this. And he nailed it. But that, that's Milwaukee, and that's Budenholzer. About, you might want to make an adjustment nice here. Nice job, buddy. 55 threes. Williams, 7 of 18 alone. But in today's NBA, you get that disparity from three, three, and that's it. Oh, it's a ball I mean, game. Milwaukee's 4 of 33. It reminded me of the Rockets game 7 uh, against the Warriors. I mean, they were 3 of 19 from 3 in the first half. Uh, sometimes they weren't getting the ball enough early on to Tatum. Tatum needs more looks. But they shot 29% in the first quarter. Then they got in the bonus early in the second quarter, and then uh, they forget about it. They, well, they, they just ran them out again in the second. Half. It also tells you how good Greek Freak is, right? Oh, yeah. Again, first player in NBA history to score 200 points, have 100-plus rebounds, and drop 50-plus assists in a seven-game series, and he did it in losing effort. Like, Brooke Lopez, I thought, was fabulous yesterday in the first half. But it's, it's easy for guys to gr- like Grayson Allen to step up and play well against a team like Chicago. But when you're going to go from Chicago to Boston in the second round, a team like this defensively, where I mean, how many no-shows did they have? Matthews is completely cooked. He can't play anymore. There's no way he can be a starting guy on a potential um, you know, winning team. Uh, Grayson Allen, again, gave you nothing. Connington was awful. They missed Middleton, their second-best player. Yeah. And Holiday just didn't shoot well pretty much the entire series. That's a killer. You're not going to beat many teams, let alone the best team in the NBA at that point. Yep. I'll tell you something else was big. And, again, this is what's supposed to happen in a game seven. Going for it, not avoiding Brooklyn and saying we want the two seat. That's why you want home court in a game seven right there. Crowd is so into it, and uh, they put you over the top. I mean, that was you didn't want to go to Milwaukee for a game seven. You're right how enormous the Middleton injury turned out to be because they couldn't make a shot. But that's why you say we're not running from people and we want to get, we want to get that game seven in our building. Okay, so here's – how bad it was for the Celtics. Yeah, look at that throughout the series. They made 110. Milwaukee made 57. 37% to 27. Good Lord. On January 6th, the Celtics lost to the Knicks 108 to 105. They blew a 25-point lead in that game. Aye. By the way, and lost in regulation. Huh. That was when R.J. Barrett banked in a three at the buzzer to win it. At that point, again, January 6th, Boston had already blown four leads of at least 19 points throughout the year. That was two more than any other team in the NBA. They had been one of the league's worst fourth quarter teams. They ranked 26th in offensive efficiency, 25th defensively, and they were 29th in net rating, being outscored by 8.7 points per 100 possessions. And after that loss to the Knicks, they were tied with the Hawks for 11th place in the Eastern Conference. They were not even, Paul, they were not in the playoffs Forget that. They were not even in the playing tournament at that point. And that's why you're going to start to see some people holding 60, 70, 80, maybe even beyond that, tickets to win. I, I don't even know what was out there. I, I got them 18-1 yeah. to 1 in the middle of February to win the Eastern Conference. So I don't, I don't even know how high that number was, but to win the NBA title, forget about see, it. Well, why would you bet them? I mean, I know in February, ER... Aaron Renning talked about how he had him at power rate one of the best teams in the East. That was in February. Yeah, I think they were still the eighth seed at that point. But Udoka, and there were a lot of questions about, is this going to work out? He was ripping the team on a nightly basis. Yep. He was going scorched earth on him. And he's like, he might lose the locker room with some of this stuff, but it took a while for them to grasp, catch onto his system. But ever since they were 500 at the All-Star break, and the going back to January 1st, the historic run they had in an all-time great defense. Scary. But it still almost lost the series mm-hmm. with some blown leads and just shows how good Freak is that he averaged 40, 15, and 5 
during a four-game span in this sucker. And he's hard to officiate, too, I'll tell you that. No, he is. When he gets a ball, he's coming as fast as he can, going right to the basket. And there's a couple calls. They, and then Kane Fitzgerald got involved. I mean, there's that's one guy blowing the whistle on every play. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. It's one guy. i I, I got to be honest. That was a tough game to watch Ooh. because of the whistle. It was every single play. But, again, he doesn't have a lot on this team when Middleton goes down with the injury. Holiday is good at times, but, man, he disappears for a long time. And then after that, oh, boy. Um, where was Portis again yesterday? Breaking his own glasses. Yeah. I don't know. I understand that move. Uh, they, they're going to have to do a better job with uh, roster management next year. It's all right. They'll get a pass. They won. They're defending champs. Yeah, for sure. They did a great job. Uh, so, Williams again, 27 points. He nailed seven threes. This is what Udoka told him after his slow start. Tough to, you know, get in your own head when your entire team, like 15 people, walk up to you and say, let it fly, keep shooting. So, um, for me, it was just like, all right, they're, they're encouraging it. Like, might as well take advantage. So, um, each one, as time went on, got more comfortable, kept kept shooting. And then uh, I guess I he may have made a joke. I shot 18, and that's most probably threes I've shot in my life in a single game. So, uh, it, was, it was fun, but um, it's just great that we got to win. Now, here's the deal. They're going to go from a team in Milwaukee who will tell you before the game starts, we're going to give you a lot of open threes. So go ahead and take them, right? That's how you're going to have to beat us. Yeah. They go from that team to Miami, which was the number one defense against three-point shooting throughout the year. And the team on the road opened up a $1.70 favorite. Most disrespected one seed since Budenholzer's Atlanta Hawks. No doubt about it. All the talk was about the silly Nets, the circus in Philly. Boston was so good. And no one mentioned the one seed in the team that uh, you have to go through now and just went about their business in the supporting cast. So so what do you think of that number? That being said, are you taking yeah. the heat? I think it's a touch high. Yeah. A little high, but I don't know. It's, it could be a good series. But they're, look at what the series price is, though. Not a lot of respect for the one seed and, yeah. and the job that Riley did, too. Uh, the other thing, it's, just, it's so easy to guard Milwaukee. He can just pack it in the paint, and that made it so difficult for free because no one can make an outside shot. That's exactly right. I mean, that was, I mean, it was just a lot, lot what happened with Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix couldn't make a shot in the first half, and these guys are, are uh, four of 33 from three. Brick after brick after God. brick. And that, that game, by the way, the Celtics were even money around the end of the first quarter to win that game. The way they can get better numbers in play than lane five like they were for the game. Um, but that changed right away because they came out with a great second quarter, and that that's when pretty much the third early third quarter the game was pretty much over with. Just they they hit him again with a run, and the Bucks didn't have much. Uh, I was actually hoping the Celtics would open up lower than this so I could add more to my eighteen to one that I have to win the Eastern Conference. I, I think that I, if it goes, I think Miami's chances to win this series it'll have to be a very long series. I don't see them taking out Boston in four or five games. If it's an early series, I see the Celtics ending it early. Really? Wow. If, if it's early. I, well, yeah, like I don't see Miami ending this early. Miami can win the series. Yeah, they had that big game but, March 30th. Miami went there when a lot was on the line, the once, and they beat them. They beat them in Boston. They beat them by eight. So you could even say Miami's underrated. But uh, I'm a tad worried yeah. about some of the others on this team. Yeah. For, for the Heat. And I'm also a little bit concerned about the way Hero's been playing lately. That's that's concerning. Yeah. Yes, but uh, the other thing you go through Atlanta, and then uh, and Philly, and they quit with all their issues too. So it'll be a whole different animal for Miami. Well, but that, the, the home that's court, a great point. The home court help. You better get game one. I'll tell you that. Yep. Because you had a lot of you had some time off here to rest. But uh, I tell you, he's an underrated guy. 
to go to the finals in the bubble. But Butler's an assassin. So He's I, awesome. Butler could go off in this series, too. It's a great point. Spolster is also terrific. Yep. And that's exactly what I thought last night. You're now going to go from the Hawks and the Sixers to taking on a Celtics team that swept the Nets and took care of the defending champs and Giannis. Uh, you want to talk about upgrade and talent here and uh, competition. They're going to be looking at it. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we will get into the NHL. Um, updated numbers here. Great game sevens. Last night was also terrific. And I think people got this wrong. It was not a choke job whatsoever. We'll explain that coming up next. The Sports Betting Network. These spring specials here, $59. You get everything we have to offer from now to the end of July. Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, the playoffs with Von Tobel and Annie McNeil. The full VSIN experience with features a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the live video stream, whenever you want it. $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VSIN.com. Slash spring. Got a tweet on this. A team from Boston has made the final four 13 years in a row in 20 of the last 22. Sounds about right. Yeah. It's begun title town. It's an embarrassment of riches now yep. after they couldn't win anything forever. Yep. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's a little unfair, Paulie, the way that these matchups break down in the first round for the NHL. Uh, and I know that I, this was a common thing that I saw on social media after the game on Saturday night. People, by default, I think it's it's a very lazy take in a narrative that the Maple Leafs choked yet again. That was not a choke job at all. I mean, they happened to fall against the the Lightning in the first round. That was the matchup. Are you kidding me? And they played them that tough for seven games? That's not a choke yeah. job. Man. They happened to take on the two-time champs. Yeah, it's the frustration in the history. And, and to lose That's what it is. 10 in a row now when you have a chance to clinch the series. You should have beat them in game six, but you went up against a, uh, a brick wall in Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous now. I mean, in the, in the last six, he's 6-0 and in the last six games to clinch five shutouts. And uh, they, he actually gave up a goal. Shame on him Saturday. But he was too good. And I wouldn't do anything if I'm Toronto. No, neither would I. They were a good team. It's, uh, you know, the, N- the NHL has to take a look at this. Those teams shouldn't be playing in the first round. Like Minnesota shouldn't have played St. Louis. But uh, they're the first team in NBA, NHL, or MLB history to lose a winner-take-all game in the opening round of the playoffs five years in a row. What was embarrassing was last year against Montreal yes. in the bubble against Columbus. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's tough. And I know what to lose game seven at home, we said uh, you had to trust Tampa and go against Toronto. But that, that, that was a tough scene. The, yep. the guy's too good. I mean, the, just, the saves he makes, and, and they should have beat him in overtime at game six. But it was uh, – you got to win one of these, though. You can't keep blowing series like this. I mean, it's too the, – the fan base, it, it's a great hockey town. You you can't go since 2004 without winning a series. Yep. Can't do it. Here's my comparison for this specific year with Toronto. I think the Maple Leafs are very close to, like, the Bucks in the NBA. Uh, look, I mean, the Celtics played the Bucks in the second round. 
they might be the two best teams in that entire sport. When Middleton is healthy, I think that's probably the case. Uh, the Leafs are good enough to win the entire thing. They, yeah. had, they had, what, 115 points in the regular season? They, they are phenomenal. It just so happens to be that they ran into yeah. the two-time champs and a team that can go on and maybe win the whole thing. Look, this is, this is a tweet from Rob Pizzola, who is a professional sports better, lives in the area, and said he called it, without a doubt, the best Leafs team of his lifetime. And he also said that he would not touch a thing. He'd run it back. What, he, you have to run it back next year with this team. I would not blow mm-hmm. it up. If you want to, a team that might blow it up a little bit or not look the same next year would be the Phoenix Suns. Like, Aiton might go somewhere else. If I'm the Leafs, I bring everybody back. Jack Campbell was really, really good. And they just couldn't get one past Vasilevsky. That was it. Yep. Boy, I tell you, it delivered, though. The weekend was amazing. Edmonton finally wins. The, the game sevens. Two overtimes yesterday. The, the games on Saturday. Uh, the opposite of the NBA, which we couldn't get a close game here for forever in the NBA. Mm-hmm. The second round was a stinker. But uh, finally... You had great games in the in the hockey playoffs. Uh, total domination by the Oilers. But again, that's McDavid finally scores a big goal, and you, you got to win one of these series, and you have to come up with in, in a big spot. And McDavid did that; he wouldn't let him lose. He had the the big second goal. The outside was crazy, much like Toronto. But uh, the, the fans are so great there. But the Rangers' epic comeback and the choke job by Pittsburgh. Uh, Florida wins. Coming all the way back, and they were the comeback kids all year. The Calgary game with uh, with the shots on goal, with 67 shots on goal, and Ottinger wouldn't give one up. The uh, So good with the game. It was, I'm missing one, too. Th- th- that was something else last night, to watch Calgary and Dallas play around the same time. Now, I know mm-hmm. the, the Suns game was, like, what was it, late fourth quarter or late second half when that was – so here you have a, t- a game in the NBA that's a 40-point game. And in the NHL, it's like 1-1, then 2-2 the entire time. And the Flames are putting... I couldn't even keep up with how many shots they were putting on Ottinger. And he's just he, he's yeah. deflecting everything. Or it's right in the glove, and you're not going to get anything by me. And they had plenty of opportunities. And it's like, for in-play purposes, I'm thinking to myself, are the Flames really going to lose this game where they're going to outshoot them maybe 3-1? to one? And have it went to overtime, so they were pushing seventy shots, sixty-seven to twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah, that was oh the difference. It, it was completely lopsided yeah. the entire way. Oh. And I'm like, can this guy really steal a game like this? Well, don't forget, Dallas scored in their first shot attempt last night. Yeah, forty seconds in. Yeah, and, and the w- first period stayed under. How do you like that? And and then after that, like the first tick that I when I looked up at the screen, it's like yeah. eight shots to one for Calgary. Then it was like eighteen to eight, and it just a, it was a runaway. But this kid kept him in the, the entire way, and so. If the Flames lost that game last night, that would have been an absolute killer. But now you get the Battle of Alberta, which everybody in Canada is thankful for, and I am too. I love to see this kind of stuff happen with rivalries. Yep. And I think Calgary and Edmonton is extremely juicy. Yep, I would lean Calgary. More so on that coming up. Markstrom, so good. And uh, you don't know what I'm going to get out of Mike Smith. But I can't wait for the Battle of Alberta. The other one, how about the Penguins? I mean, this is, this is historical what they did. Now, I know they were down to a third-string goalie until uh, Jari comes back. But they're up. The Rangers became the first team in history to be down 3-1, and then they trailed in game five, six, and seven. Yep. They're down two goals in game five. They're down two goals in game six, and they trail in game seven with five minutes left, and they win in overtime, and the garden's up for grabs. Uh, that, that's what an a, atmosphere. Oh, God. And, and Eddie Olchek, who's on, Eddie Olchek is so good, but he was all over it in game six. 
it's 2 nothing Pittsburgh, and, they, and Rodriguez gets the silly penalty. And Sullivan just staring, like, what are you thinking? Don't take stupid penalties. Mm-hmm. And they've got the dangerous power play. Next thing you know, the Rangers come all the way back and take the lead. Then the softy that uh, Domingue gave up as the game winner. But uh, that's Gallant, though, too, right? I thought he was crazy for sticking with uh, Igor. And that worked out. And the Igor impact was that great. he makes yes. on a team in an organization, yep. Yep. Look at some of these matchups we have now in the second round. Oh, man. Hurricanes, Rangers. I know a lot of people are going to say the Hurricanes are going to take care of the Rangers probably in like five or six. Okay, well, we'll see. Um, well, if it's Anderson, probably. Yeah. I got, I got to see what the goal, if he's coming back. But it's a tough matchup for the Rangers. I mean, think about this. The reward for the Maple Leafs Lightning winner is to get Florida. That's the second-round matchup. Panthers now against the Lightning. That's sick. Can you imagine Florida-Toronto? Oh, they had to put oh, up a se- seven and a halves we may, have, we, we may have seen seven and a half, yep. <laughs> 29 comeback wins for Florida. That, I mean, they were up against okay. it in that yep. series, too. Yes. The Capitals gave them pretty much everything that they wanted. Yep. Carolina's intriguing. Number one penalty kill. You're taking it on a top five power play, but uh, they showed it during the game. Game set 38 and one when leading after two periods. And now we'll see who the goalie's going to be. But there were two games late. I think they both were in the garden that uh, the division was on the line, and Carolina won both of them. So it's going to be tough for the Rangers. But we'll see what's, will what be. the goaltending situation will be uh, for Carolina. But that that's uh, what a choke job by Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. How many times are you going to blow a game and then you blow the series? Ridiculous. Uh, and that was, oh. you know, Crosby was banged up, third-string goalie. I get it. But when you're in front of all these games, you got to find a way to hang on. I bet them yesterday plus 110. That was a fun way to lose the game. Yeah. Well, the markets adjusted to the Jari and the Crosby news, right? Yep. And then uh, they, they have the lead. But, again, take stop taking dumb penalties. It goes the same with the Rangers, too. But don't take dumb penalties, especially when you're going against a top-five uh, power play. Can the Blues give the Avalanche a series? And if not, can the winner of the Flames – I don't think the Oilers would match up. I mean, I think the Oilers would no. get dump-trucked against Colorado. Could Calgary no. – are they live maybe a little bit to give them – Giving them a run for the oh, money? Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. That's what everyone wants to see, Colorado and Calgary for the Western I hope Conference that's what we finals. get, yeah. Yep. I, I, I think well, I, I may be concerned about the layoff, but I just – who's going to – probably going to be Bennington, but how are you going to slow down this freight train? Maybe the time off gets to them, but that's – they're too good. I saw as high as 420 on the series. Play. Yeah. But, the, you know, again, they're, they have championship moxie. They have players from that team, you know, leftovers from a couple of years ago. They had nine guys score at least 20-plus goals uh, this season – Bennington's done, been there. Um, I just, the Avalanche are a steamroller, man. Well, yeah. They have been for we, the last couple of years, though, year. too. I know, yeah. The, the bubble, they get a pass. They had injuries. Last year, they were uh, unbeatable, and uh, Vegas got them in the second round. Florida and Tampa played a 9-3 and an 8-4 earlier this year. But, again, what is it, 18 in a row now off a loss? So you have that angle that continues with Tampa. And uh, just, they know how to win. Toronto doesn't. And no, for, uh, no. Tampa knows how to win. Well, here's the thing: Are we? Are, is this going to be a carryover then from the first round where we saw so many games where the the power plays were, you know, countless? Well, they did a better job in Game late. Seven. Yeah, I would say late, the as the series got a little bit tighter, they yeah. did. So, is that going to be, or do we yeah. get that version in round two? I don't know. I, I, I don't know how they're going to call it. Up next, we will recap the betting weekend with win some, lose some. Was yesterday the bottom of the barrel for this franchise? Only the sixth time it's ever happened. We'll run down uh, that for you coming up here on Follow the Money.
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Good weekend for Nigel. The nil-nil detector was out in the FA Cup. 8-1. to one. Liverpool and Chelsea. And Liverpool to win on penalties, 11-1. to one. They could have played all weekend. I don't know if anyone was scoring. <laughs> Palace Everton draw plus 250. Leeds Brighton draw plus 250. Man City West Ham plus 420. Wolves and Norwich plus 340. Draws all over the place yesterday in the Premier League. Panthers to win in six plus 370. They beat the Capitals. 26 year playoff drought ends. 29 comeback wins for this team. That was a really good series. Lightning to win in seven. Plus 550. That was a great series. Hurricanes to win in seven. Plus 430. They've won six straight game sevens. 38 and one when leading after two periods. Rangers to win in seven. Plus 450. Oh, they were huge price after they were uh, down three games to one. And then down big in game mm-hmm. five. Calgary to win in seven. That was four to one. The Oilers to win in seven. Plus 385. 35 and two. Edmonton when they score first. Wow. How good is that? Yep. I remember I, there was like 21, they're like 21 and 0, I think they started the they, season. They did, that, yeah. Yep. That's enormous for that team. UFC, span to win by sub, 10 to 1. Round one, 6 to 1. Guillotine. Petrosky, submission, 13 to 1. To win in round one, 16 to 1. Johnson to win in round two, 8 to 1. Grant to win in round three, plus 850. Bokewitz by a knockout plus 450 and to win in round three, 18 to 1. Celtics to win in seven plus 375. Bucks to go, Bucks Celtics to go seven games was plus 210. One lose some after Saturday. No BTTS in the first period, 14 in a row and 16 of 17. That's both teams to score in the first period. That that flipped big oh, time. Yes, it did. You believe that? Uh, a couple lose some here. We'll get to a video in a second. But again, the Maple Leafs tweets are just staggering. Uh, the Rob, uh, the, uh, the the potential series clinching game since 2016, 0-9, goals 17, goals against 30. Look at the power play. That's the other thing. Oh. Come on, Matthews. You got so much talent on that team. Yes, they do. How bad? They are just completely loaded. Get something. Get the big goal. The interference went against him. It was the right call, though. Again, Eddie Olchek was all over that. Yeah, I see. He nailed that one. And you heard the whistle early, too. He's the only one who heard it. But uh, that was a blatant pick. But the power play, 5%. The penalty kill, 58%. The Rob Pozzola tweet. Best theme in my lifetime. Eh? One and done again. And just uh, the first round, the first team in history. MLB, NBA, NHL to go out in the first round five straight years. It just tells Ridiculous. You, it tells you how from one through eight, the Eastern Conference is just a complete meat grinder. Right? 
If yeah. they had a chance to play in the Western Conference, they'd probably yeah. catch a couple of breaks. Yeah. My father read it wrong. Winner-take-all game. To lose a winner-take-all game in the opening round. Five years in a row. Yeah, I feel bad for the people, too, in Jurassic Park yes. as well. Now let's go to Arkansas. Let's. Uh, what are they up to here with a uh, college baseball game? And... Yeah, he's got the raccoon. Yeah, raccoon in the stands. He holds it up. That's not a not a foul ball. He's a little differently in Arkansas. Yeah, he's got yeah. the raccoon. Look at him. It's a Rag- rogue raccoon. Is what it's, it a, is. it's a big guy, too. Yeah. Got that holding it up. <laughs> Somehow gets into the park. Oh, no. I'll grab this. It I'll just take it out. No it problem. Out. Sure, it's like a regular Tuesday out there. Right? right? It's, like a, it's like a mosquito. Yeah. Big ovation from the crowd. One bad for the books. Celtics Bucks under 209 and a half down to 205. How about the moves in the market on those? Which about 62% going back, the unders in game seven? It should well, have been 2-0, but big moves on the uh, two NBA games. That, that's the thing. That game what came, closed around 204 last night, yeah. the Suns game. Yeah. That that series had a total of 218.5 earlier, and it came all the way down to 204, and it's 57-27.5 time it goes over. Yeah. Bad beats. Saturday, game one of a doubleheader, the Angels. They led 3-1 in the ninth, two outs, nobody on. They lost. What was it? Walk or base hit, double, and then uh, walk off home run. Those are fun when you have Jeez. a uh, regular season win total to the under on a team like the A's. Saturday. And they get you there. Yep. Good point. Saturday, Braves Padres under 2 1 in the eighth, 6 5 final. Yesterday, Brighton plus 190 against Leeds. Leeds scored in the 92nd minute. At William Hill, their prop. People complaining. I had the no hitter, 20 to 1. Not official. The Reds. Throw a no hitter and lost the game. I can't believe that's happened six times. Well, wait a uh, second. So that that's not graded. No, it's then? not official. Eight innings. Yeah, not an official. Well, it's a rule book. How it goes down? Yeah, well, only eight innings. Doesn't count. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's not graded as a no hitter because it was eight innings. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's okay. I thought for sure by default it was going to be a no hitter. Yeah. One nothing. The last time it happened was two thousand and eight. And then the, the, I remember the Matt Young game, the 92 Red Sox. They threw a no-hitter and they got beat. Well, you can't, I think you, the Indians scored, well, Guardians, whatever. I think they scored like four or five runs in that game. You guys look that up? Andy the Hawkins, Yankees. But, <laughs> how does that happen? Yeah. That I could say, you know, a couple of walks, but that, I, I cannot believe it's happened that many times. Hunter Green finally does not get killed around the yard. Right. Well, that's the other Pitches thing. Pitches really well. What, and, what do we do? You got to pick a street here. Some guys, it's like, that's it. You know, you've thrown 80 pitches. That's it. You're not going for it. This guy's out there throwing 120 pitches. What? Yeah. Crazy. Bucks first half plus two and a half. Smart foul at half court with less than a second. The Bucks had the ball. Yes, they did. And he makes the free throws to go up five. Milwaukee had the ball down two, and that happened. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Uh, the, the call was atrocious, in my opinion. Mavs. They, they replay everything in the NBA. Yeah. Okay. Mavs Suns under 210 down to 204 and a half. Yeah. 27 points at halftime. They scored 71 points in the fourth quarter. And you're right, the, the craziness down the stretch, too. The, 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 in oh play, I, the in play last night was so fascinating on that game. Yep. Like I, what, what's the lowest you saw? 188 or something on the total, I think I saw. 188.5? Yeah, I saw 180. Yeah, high 180s. And then in the fourth quarter, it's 107 to 65. And the totals posted like 199 and a half. And I'm still yeah. like trying to like gauge, okay, now who's going to be in this game? Are the Mavericks, by the way, are the Mavericks going to come down at some point and start just taking the the air out of the ball and not shooting? And are they going to punt? The Sun's going to say, look, it's Cancun written all over it. Let's get the hell out of here. 
Why why would they keep playing? And then it was just it was a track meet. The Mavericks are still going bombs away with like 10 seconds on the shot clock. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Game goes over. I know. Flame stars first period over. Dallas scored 40 seconds in. And that was it. You couldn't get it there. You know, Reds, Reds a bad beat too. You get the you don't get you don't allow a hit and lose. Right? Let's go in fresh. I would think so, yeah. Close close with a dog video too. Close one win some with a dog video. You sent this in. Okay, this is Coming. great. So so the little fellow's in the cage. <laughs> He's like, okay, I don't know where my mom or dad are right now. How okay. can I get out of this thing? He yanks the one cage over with his mouth. Oh, climbs the top of the one right next to it. Snooker. Oh, he this this is uh, Tom Cruise written all over it. He doesn't uh-huh. care. This is MI7. Oh, and he's he like, okay, now how, watch. Okay, now he's got to he's got to somehow climb that one, and then I'll watch this now. He'll balance up with his feet, and then whoosh, there it is over the top. Beautiful. There you go. A plus. That yeah, is. I did is Jimmy Snooker. It's in the guard, coming off the top rope. What a job. All things considered, though, to That's pull it over with his mouth, then climb the other one to get over the top. That is a great job. That's a great video. So smart. You know, beagles are escape artists. When I had Jordan as a puppy, I'm like, how did he get out? And I even go from the couch to the bar stool, up to the top, and then jump over every single time. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Mavericks were up by 40-plus points in the game. The in-play, the highest no- number that you noticed with the points, but it was, what, 40 and a half? Did it get higher that, than I, that with in-play? Uh, I think so, yeah. I, want, I don't know about 40. I, I, I want to say 42 and a half. I could be wrong, but I think 40 and a half, yeah. I laid it, yep. For bleeps and giggles, why not? Should have won. That huge run by the Suns late. I yeah. didn't see that coming. As I said earlier, uh, I tried to it. bet. I wanted to see how the, second, the third quarter was going to go, right? Like, where the Suns going to make a run? And then when we realized they're actually scoring points, but they're getting just massacred here again in the third quarter, I went to lay 30 and a half. <laughs> and again, this is the yeah. uh, perils of trying to bet in play. Well, this is while the game's going on. It's not a commercial break. Oh, and I'm so far behind. And, I know. and, and be, as yeah. I tried to bet 30 and a half, I went to 34 and a half. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the hell happened? And then there's yeah. another run by the Mavericks. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to lay 34 and a half. And I guess, thank God I didn't because it would have been a loser. Yeah. Well, the books were in a tough spot there with that halftime. It's like one seed, 64 wins at home, down. What do you? But the 12 was wrong. It just, you can't be. How about Mavericks they money line in the be. second half? Yeah, that's a tough one. That mm. should have cashed, too. <laughs> oh, that's a, that was a big number. You're right. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250 match. Must be 21 plus offers, not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules. The coach, David Thorpe, will join the program coming up next. His early thoughts on Heat's Celtics, uh, Heat Celtics, if I can speak, and Warriors Mavericks coming up here on Follow the Money. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 pound sportsbook. Must be 21 pound sportsbook. Must be 21 pound sportsbook. 
If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.